You are now listening to the Fight, Fights Like a Girl, Girl podcast with Big Fridge and GQ Smooth. Yo, what's going on? I go by the name GQ Smooth. That's GQ underscore S-M-0-O-T-H on IG. Coming at you with a new podcast called Fights Like a Girl. This is episode one. I got my main man to the side of me, Fridge. What up with you, man? I'm here, baby. I'm here, man. It's good to meet everybody. My name is The Refrigerator. Straight from Columbus, Ohio. You know what I'm saying? Doing what we do over here. Uh, on the east side of the city, you know, bringing you some content that might be a little bit racy, might be a little bit off, but hey, <laughs> this is what we're here for. So, you know, it's episode one, so let's uh, let's talk about the, the name, uh, Fights Like a Girl. Absolutely. So, um, why, why'd you come up with that title? Well, in all actuality, you came up with the title after I <laughs> explained <laughs> to you that... Uh, one of the chapters in my memoir is called Fights Like a Girl because uh, when I was a young man, I grew up, I didn't have a father figure in my life. So when I got beat up at school and when I went home to Aunt Pat, who was like a father figure to me, I told her what happened. And she said, well, did you kick his ass? And I said, well, I don't know how to fight. <laughs> and so she taught me how to fight like in the basement that day over there on the east side off of Main Street, you know what I'm saying? And, Next morning, I went and beat the shit out of that little motherfucker and got suspended. <laughs> that was in Main Street School back in the early 80s, maybe even 79. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you know, every time somebody got their ass whooped by me here in the penitentiary, and keep in mind, I did 25 years in the penitentiary, so let's just put that out there right now. Anytime <laughs> so I whoop somebody's ass, they received an ass whooping or just come from a woman. So that's why the chapter was fights like a girl. Because without her, who knows what I had been in life. You exactly, know? exactly. So uh, to kind of piggyback off that, I'm going to say, you know, kind of what the title means to me. Um, women, especially black women in general, are perceived as being uh, weak and uh, less than, you know, the standard. So um, with all actuality, um there are a lot of women in our family, you know what I yeah, mean? And absolutely. they're all strong in so many ways. So being raised by so many women in our family, you Damn. know, you see the strength. So fights like a girl, there's, you know, they're the strongest uh, individuals and sometimes even stronger than men in my, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. And let me piggyback off that as well, because when you talked about that, uh, the derivative that, that I had after you discussed the, the title also is that, you know, a lot of times black women are perceived as bitches. Hard asses, you know what I'm saying? Don't nobody really want to mess with them because they're too goddamn strong. And so sometimes sisters actually have to tone down who they are naturally to prove their femininity in this world, in this, in America, which all goes back to the slave ship, of course. So when you said fights like a girl, it's like, okay, you know, because a lot of times they had to fight like men. If you go back to ancient Africa with Queen Annie Azinga, the men weren't picking up the metal in Angola when the Dutch settlers were coming to, you know, rip us from the homeland and take us to South America. It was Queen Annie Azinga who actually picked up the metal, you know, and fought like a girl, goddammit. I mean, she didn't sit up there and pass off her femininity. 
but she was just perceived by the Dutch as a bitch because she was strong. So I mean, you know, so it's it, I feel you, it's a duality to it as well. That's why definitely. I just love the title. Definitely, definitely. And it's just um it's just so interesting to see how much in a sense women can quit quote unquote shitting on and you know, especially within American society. Mm-hmm. And I won't even go into the Islamic thing because Shit, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that just that is some power and control if I ever seen it. Like I can't show my hair, I can't do this, I can't do that. I can't be in public alone. Like in my opinion, it's like are you that scared that somebody else is going like swipe me up? Like you know what I mean? Which gets us into the first topic. Our first episode we're going to call this we're going to call this, what, Be Offended. Be Offended, baby. Be Offended, shit. <laughs> it is so easy in the United States right now to just be offended. Everybody is offended by every fucking thing. You can't say <laughs> shit. I can't call a homosexual a fag. And some of my friends, you know, are homosexuals. Ooh, you definitely you know, can't say that. Yeah. But it's you like can, saying nigga yeah, if you're white. If you, so, ah, not the same thing, but in the, in the weird. Uh, right? Yeah, Nowhere I get near, what you're saying. But, but you can still call me morbidly obese, motherfucker. I'm just saying it's like I'm already dead. <laughs> what the fuck? You can't call a midget a midget, though, boy, goddammit. But I mean, you got to be a little person. That's worse than midget. It's <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> the terminology is getting too it's getting too out of hand, man. So so why do you think this this became a, about? Like do you think it's just something that just happened? Or do you think more so like we've always been offended and now we just trying to be respectful? One of the small beauties of being incarcerated for fucking ever is that I got to sit in a fishbowl and watch the world go by. And I studied it. And none of this really came about until everybody got their 15 minutes of fame. Everybody now has an opinion. And since everybody has an opinion now, and it's so widespread, you can actually be offended by each and every little thing. And you can actually put together like little pockets of resistance and pockets of, you know, uh, 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 pockets of basically gangs that can jump up on you. And fuck you up financially because it's a capitalist society. So it goes hand in hand. Everybody wants to eat. Everybody wants money, right? So when social media came about and it gave everybody a damn opinion, everybody <laughs> started getting offended. Well, you can't say this. And and it's, the, you know, it's natural selection got a lot to do with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm on the other end because for those listeners who don't know, I, you know, you can go to my Facebook page, my fridge, need them, you know what I'm saying? You can hit me direct, you know, at my Gmail account, uh, 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 48 the short at gmail.com you know if you got some shit to talk to me it's all good but you know I'm about a 425 pound you know <laughs> I ain't gonna call myself an alpha male cause I really ain't cause there are way more alphas than me but I'm kinda at the top of the totem pole if I really wanted to be a fucking bully you know what I'm saying it was, it was it's easy for me yeah. so when it t- and it's easier to be a fat man than a fat girl in America you know what I'm saying especially when you got a little muscle behind is it so. easy yeah, it's easier, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you talk about being offended. Um, we do a lot of fat shaming in America. True, absolutely. <laughs> but it's only towards the females, you know what I'm saying? When you got somebody like me who look like they played in the NFL, 
Nobody fat shames me. Everybody <laughs> likes to see me dressed up. Everybody likes to see me in the building. You know what I'm saying? Because I bring certain security. Now, true indeed, you got a lot of people who, when I come around, they clutch their purses still. And that's understandable. You know what I'm saying? Stereotypes are still stereotypes. Big dude. And crime is still in crime. Height and in weight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it's like that. But at the same time, I noticed that the big sisters, they get persecuted for being fat. It's a whole different animal. You know what I'm saying? Big girls got it. I mean, they starting to get popping. They getting it popping now because they starting to take control. That's another good part of social media, you know what I'm saying, everybody having an opinion because they can actually get it popping. They can actually voice their opinion. I'm going to say this. Since this episode is called Be Offended. Say that shit. Don't hide that <laughs> shit. Spit it out. I will say black females, they, like, carry their weight. So differently than white females that I oh, see. Oh shit! You about to get us kicked off the air early? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I feel like I didn't seen a lot of cute black females. I really haven't seen. I've probably seen one or two white females <laughs> who are a little heavier, right. and I'm I'm still being. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I'm just like, y'all really gotta be skinny that? I guess or like medium size because I haven't met one yet that I thought was like oh shit you know she's cute and but maybe that's mind. just oh, the no, area oh, I no. mean and let's just get it straight <laughs> for the listeners the big the big K is a connoisseur of the female type <laughs> She for knows sure, what she's sure. like, you know what I'm saying? So she she know women pretty well. So that's her personal opinion yeah, and things that think white women are just like I don't know. I don't know. It's it's totally different, and I don't know why. And I'm it's different for me because I like big girls, period. And as a fat man, I know I shouldn't like big girls. I don't know why, but you know I kind of do. You know I what mean, I'm saying? They say, oh, that, fat sex is really good. Yeah, that they, that's <laughs> where I was going. Um, you know what I mean? Like they. They say. Fat sex is popping. I recommend it. I do. You know what I'm saying? Even though though wifey right now is not a big girl. You know, it's just, I don't know. Maybe it's all that goddamn meat slapping in the sweat. I don't know. Just so much cushion. That sounds terrible. That actually sounds terrible. It looks worse. I did a video before and this shit was horrible. (laughs) I don't recommend watching that shit. But I'll be, everybody should have fat sex once in their life. Well, then you would have to be actually fat to, uh... <laughs> well, no, I'm saying on the other end, you know what I'm saying? It's just one end on the other, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, that's just dual fat sex for me, goddamn. But, I mean, but you got a lot, you got a lot of brothers like who like big task. girls. Uh. Oh, yeah, but the thing about it, I'm a very physical guy. You know this, so I mean, I'm all about physicality. It is a task, one that I'm up to. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, we. Let me get back on topic. Yeah, um, back right. on topic. Back so on topic. If, all right. Shot up. Shot. <laughs> this is for the grandfather, the old school black velvet. Shit tastes like moose pest, but it was his favorite drink. I hate it. I hate this drink. Ah, I love it because it was his. But what do you think people in America are most offended by at this point? Whew. I think. The origin, race, is number one. Mm. Sexism is a hard to pushing for number one. And uh, gay rights is a big, big thing. You know what I'm saying? Because even though you got rainbow flags all over Columbus, Ohio right now, you know what I'm mm. saying? And I'm glad to see it because, you know, some of my best friends, one of my uncles, cousins, aunt, you know what I'm saying, homosexuals, you know what I'm saying, and things of that nature, and they've been persecuted their whole damn life. 
uh, even our great uncle Dookie, you know what I'm saying, who was, uh, I told you about from the 1920s, he had a hell of a life in Baltimore. And I love to see them actually rise up. What I don't like to see, and this is what other straight people don't like to see, is you inflicting on me what I need to do with my kids. Because it's getting out of hand. What do you mean? What do you? So you got some people in in, in, in the LGBTQ I-F-G-H-K-L-M-N. I, I'm lost track of these goddamn I, I letters. I get it, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I done lost uh, track yeah, of the letters. I'm in a compu- uh, community, yeah. but I understand yeah, what you're saying. They, they keep adding shit. Ain't no the, doubt. You know what pissed me off about those letters? What's that? Who was it Was that that was trying to get in? Was it pedophiles or something just trying to get yeah. in? Yeah. Because they were trying to get off the registry. And, like, that's not what... No. That's not a sexual preference. <laughs> like, I understand. That's another podcast. Yeah, yeah but they should be yeah. lobotomized, goddamn. You look at a baby and say, oh, my dick is hard. I need your brain cut out of your head. We're going to save these gems. We can't give them too much that's on true. the opener. Word, you know what word. I mean? Season opener. opener. Season opener. Right you know here. Be offended, motherfucker. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right here live, Columbus, Ohio, doing what we doing shit. Short North is in the building. East Side is in the building. Oh, you already know. Born and raised on that East Side. You know, gang, 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 gang. I'm just messing with y'all. Ain't nothing wrong with that (laughs) shit. But I think those are the one of the biggest things. But like I said, the LGBTQF. What is it? LGBTQIA. QIA. K. K. Somebody call in. Uh, somebody hit us up on this motherfucker on, on, on Karis joint. You know what I'm saying? What, what's your uh, underscore again? What's your, what's GQ your Smooth underscore SM0 yeah, on IG. Yes. Please hit us up and straighten us out because as much as we give, we like to receive because knowledge is born here, goddammit. Straighten us out if we bogus on anything. Fact checking is yeah, how we get better in this world. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, but definitely. Let's just say all those damn uh, you know letters in the acronym or whatever, it, it comes up. They tried to tell us that, and this would piss me off. That, okay, your children may accept that. That's cool. But that's not for everybody's child. Some people biologically don't agree with homosexuality. That's a perfect personal preference. But don't tell me that I'm supposed to let a six-year-old boy get a sex change. You got me fucked up. Okay. Children are supposed to be guided by their parents. And when when does a and this is my basic behind this before you jump down my ass, right? <laughs> a child don't really know. Adults, 18, don't really truly know themselves mm-hmm. until they've experienced themselves. Why would I let you cut your little dick off or let you motherfucking get a dick sewed on? And you don't even understand your own biology. I feel like that's child neglect and child abuse. You can express it. If you want to put on a kilt, go ahead, motherfucker. But don't sit up there and tell me. Because you got time, boys. You got, you know, yeah. feminine. feminine uh, like, I wasn't always the toughest motherfucker. You know, I was a very, very malleable child. You know what I'm saying? I didn't grow up. Like, I was raised by, let me see, nine women initially. Exactly. And so, therefore, I had a lot of feminine traits. And I'm proud of those because it, it works good in my relationships. I'm not the one who brings about domestic violence and put my hands on a woman. Uh, I feel like I got a feminine intuition even though I'm not I'm not a female by any stretch of imagination but being raised by so many women I feel like I'm emotionally capable to love a little deeper right mm. but it, you know life had to toughen me up but at the same time if I would have felt like well I'm around all these girls so I should be a girl then you know what would happen when I seen masculinity and then identify with it at 18 but my dick is gone and I'm on horm- hormones I agree with that um wrong you know what i mean it's incorrect they say do you do you think the brain is actually fully developed when Mm -hmm. you're 25 oh do you when where you stand on that one okay so you're 20 what eight 
Okay, so this is very simple, simple question to be answered. I felt like I had a grasp of myself. And then keep in mind, when I went to the feds, you know, I went to prison when I was uh, 19, mm-hmm. fresh 19. Feds gave me 46 years, nine months. Uh, I was doing two in the state already before they snatched me up. So they knew good goddamn well that I wasn't fully capable of making adult decisions. I didn't feel like I had a grasp of myself fully until I was really your age, 28. Gotcha. That's when all the lessons that our grandfather and our aunts and mothers and all the pimp niggas that raised me, the street niggas, all these wisdoms that was given to me from the streets to granny's house, grandma, ooh, grand's house, because my car, ooh, God, you don't call her <laughs> grandmother granny. She don't, granny, yeah, that she don't play that shit. Not even a little bit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, all those wisdoms didn't come together. Like, knowledge is a seed that's planted, and the brain is a fertile soil, mm-hmm. and it takes hold in due time. So I didn't feel like I had a grasp until I was really 27, 28 when I felt like I was making adult decisions, firm adult decisions, because I could still be influenced. And if you notice that old people, you can't really talk to them because they're set in stone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're stubborn as hell. Life didn't got a hold to them. They know every goddamn thing. And they calcify, right? I'm not fully calcified yet. I could still be swayed, you know, if it's backed by what I perceive to be facts, okay? But when I really started thinking for myself fully and making my really grown man decisions and really my own personality, not the cacophony of other people's voices telling me who I am or what I should do, but my own solidified voices came into effect. It was like 28. Wow. For mine, 27, 28. So just to kind of like go back into what we were talking about, do you think like, you know, it's almost 2020 at this point? Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, do you think, like, there are a lot of things on TV now about uh, transgenders and drag races and um, cartoons where men are kissing men? Mm -hmm. You think a lot of people like, I don't want my kid watching that. I don't think it should be thrown down their throats or put into their mind. Like, how do you, where, where you stand on that since we're offending people today? Ain't no doubt. Well, this is where I stand at, and you can kiss my ass. <laughs> this is where I stand at with it, right? And I ain't talking to you, baby girl. I'm talking about whoever's offended, and I can kiss yours too. Everybody got an ass. So, the way I see it is that, like, I love RuPaul. Like, my favorite music is this go, the gayer the better. I love Sylvester. <laughs> I can play that shit right now. <laughs> my best time I ever had was in the gay club in Bronx, New York. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I love that shit. But at the same time, when I see cartoons where they talking about on PBS, two daddies, two mamas, right? I'm just saying that's personal. You violate another person's space. People still don't believe in that. What? You have, yeah, because... Oh, here we go. We about to get then, offended. Well, set it off then, nigga. <laughs> because my thing is, we still live in a, what do we call it, Judeo-Christian society, right? Where a lot of people are still abiding by these rules and concepts, right? Mm-hmm. And me personally. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember this was one show, right? <laughs> it was this one show where dude said, uh, he, he seen two dudes kissing outside. And so he went to his daddy. He said, daddy... What is gay? And his dad was drinking. He said, son, gay is when two men get together and make God cry. 
I thought that shit was a <laughs> Right, but at the same motherfucking time, it just reflects the Judeo-Christian society. It reflects the Judeo-Christian mindset, right? Mm-hmm. And so my thing is that don't make me explain to my kids why two dudes is but, guessing. But at the same Give time. Give me a fucking break. At the same time, this is the thing. I don't even like straight people making out in front of my damn kids. Give yeah. Right. That's man. all on TV. So you want to explain to your child why a nigga might be selling drugs in the movie yeah yeah or you know what i mean or killing right. or it, it just anything like i said it's so easy to be offended within this society yeah. but you you want to explain all that other shit right. but you don't want to explain something that is actually happening in people's life right now i want to explain it at the appropriate time. When is the appropriate time? It ain't three. It ain't four. It ain't five. It ain't six. It ain't seven. It might be eight. Nah, because my mom taught me about getting high. You're like, she upstairs right now. You know how she told me about getting high? I think it was me and our Margaret, right? <laughs> and so I seen one of the aunts had a joint. You know what it was. She had a joint laying around. So I pull up. I'm like, what is this? They said, you want to know what that is? They grabbed that shit, fired that motherfucker, and said, hit it. <laughs> so Child my- abuse and neglect. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I ain't no crack motherfucker, so I mean they really exposed me early, right? But that was yeah. like that was like that <laughs> was like six or seven years old. We had just moved to the shore. I moved to the shore in '85, so it was like a year after that. So it was like when I was six years old. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is that because it's such a complicated conversation, because it's not just well, you know, two men because people are naturally inclined sexually. But what if yeah, exactly early, right? So. Then why can't that be the explanation? Why why are we at this day and age still trying to mask what people are going through? Because you don't want to corrupt the innocence. How is that corruption? I knew I was gay when I was four. Right. So I'm, I'm like, you're not corrupting me. You're right. explaining to me. And kids are naturally inquisitive about, you know... Whatever it is in life, it, it could be a fucking roach crawling on the wall, and they are going to be inquisitive about it. Why is the roach in our fucking house? Because we can't afford a good house. <laughs> now explain poverty to a child, motherfucker. Why you explain this shit? I'm just, I'm just saying. Like <laughs> we both said, I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, DNA is a bitch, ain't it? It is what it is. God damn it, shit. Man, I'm just saying. The thing about it is just. And this is why I say that, right? Because I remember, I'm sitting here, when I get off the joint, I'm watching some kids play on, not Morrison, uh, one of these streets around here, right? And I remember, oh, next door to Brian, over there on the, over where he live at. And they just having such a good ass time. And I'm like, I really hate that the world took my joy from me early, right? And so the reason why I say it is because I'm all for truth early. Mm. Plant the seed early. You know what I'm saying? So, the seeds of culture get planted early. That's how you actually grow a tree of culture, right? And so, I'm about truth and things of that shit early, but nature early. But the thing is, is that you just don't want to stomp out certain realities early. And I might be looking at, because as you're saying this to me, I'm processing it in my brain. Like, why wouldn't you tell a four-year-old what gay is? Now that you're saying it, I mean, just that fast, you bend in my perspective towards that because I'm all about exposure. Because when Thena and the King was babies, I told them Santa Claus wasn't no white man. He was a fat black man and woman that's buying you shit. 
And so, that was you. Right. So that's been in Judeo-Christian morals, right? <laughs> so in all actuality, I'm seeing you now as correct because I would be a hypocrite to say, okay, why can't I explain homosexuality? You know what I'm saying? But the reason why I say this is because when I Pat, when, when uh, Brian found out that I Pat was gay, this nigga cried. And he was like five, right? Ooh. He didn't even know what the fuck gay was. Yeah. And it's just because it has, I mean, because you, you see it and it may be concealed, but it has such a negative connotation to it Yeah. that maybe he was just fearful right. of what might happen to her. Right. We don't know what kind of things she went through, how many beatings she got just for walking down the street. Yeah. Like... And maybe he's seen that on the news. Like, they was showing it on the news. Like, and they still are. And it doesn't get enough light shed on it, especially with our transgender community. You know, people are still getting killed for me and trans. And it's like, I don't even know why they're getting killed. Because if that's your guilty pleasure, then don't kill me because that's what you want. I think we'll be remiss if we just overlaid that. Why would a person kill a person, kill a man or a woman? Let's just go with the man because they get it the worst. Well, I think they get it the worst. What do you think? Men get it worse, worse than women? No, women get, women it, get worse. it worse. That's why it's called fights like a girl. I'm talking, no, <laughs> I'm talking about in the gay community. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, in the gay community, definitely. I think men get it worse. Yeah, yeah, you know men definitely you, you, get it worse. We still holding on to that motherfucking bravado. You know that what I'm masculinity, saying? I feel yeah. like... Uh, I think the I term think, is toxic masculinity. You know what I mean? And I think I'm, I like that. And I also think that because of that, so many people are afraid of femininity mm -hmm. because they don't want to be perceived as soft in any way. You got to be, always be strong and boys don't cry and, yeah. you know, all this and that. And it's just like, why not? Because now you, you don't want to teach your kids about being gay, but you want to teach them about being so masculine that you can't even show your emotion. Right. That's yeah. ridiculous. And that's what I'm, you know, and that's why I love my woman now. I fucks with Nikki because she helped me process that. Because when all them times in the joint, I had to be, you know, I had to, you know, for those who don't know and shit, you know what I'm saying, I, I was a... Uh, I'm from short North Columbus, Ohio. I was also gangster disciple. You know what I'm saying? And so I had to run niggas, you know, when I was the IC in the joint. I had to run niggas. And then I, when I stepped down from that, I had to run Ohio niggas. You know what I'm saying? So it's always been me, basically, I hate to say, you know, a leader of some sort. But people want me to guide them in certain ways. And you have to keep a front up. Like when you look at General George Patton. General George Patton was an absolute hard ass. I mean, this is the motherfucker who said, you know, praise the Lord, pass the ammunition. Or one of his, one of my favorite savings from George Patton was, uh, nobody wins a war by, for dying for their country. You make the other poor dumb son of a bitch die for his country. You know I mean, he always got to keep this bravado up. But inside of General George Patton, in his DNA, right, was an X and a Y chromosome. One of them represents female. You know what I'm saying? That would be the X. So, we sit up here always in conflict about how tough we got to be, how resilient we have to be. And then you got black, which is another aspect. A black man has to be the alpha male no matter what, even if his punk ass is a bitch motherfucking nigga. And you've seen it over and over again, bitch niggas acting tough till they get slapped and then it's a whole different story. You know what I'm saying? 
and it's killing us. And Nikki has been helping me work through this because I'm gonna have to keep certain fronts. So I have not been able to express my uh, feminine energy because mm-hmm. I was in a penitentiary. Mm-hmm. I'm not a homosexual. I never messed with boys. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get high in that joint. I mean, none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I put up, not put up a front. I was who I was even on the streets. I'm a man. You know what I'm saying? And I still believe that, you know, most, well, I changed my perspective on that. Because you have gay men. Because manhood, now that I understand it, actually is a mental perspective. Men take care of their family, right? When you look at the definition of the word husband, it comes from the word husbandry. You about to get me started again. You better go ahead, dear. And husbandry, right, which is masculine and Eurocentric. We didn't come with that. This is Eurocentric. Definitions coming out of Webster's motherfucking ass. But I agree with him, right? Husbandry can be performed by a man or a woman. Husbandry is farming, the cultivation of crops, and uh, the raising of livestock on a scientific level, and the balancing of economic stability. That's where so husbandry comes from. The word husband like comes from that. traditional kind of definition that you're going off of. Absolutely. Because I just feel like... Because attached to it is, is male, right? Exactly. But how many black women have you seen being a husband? Well, my father... Uh, a us. million. All right, then. What do you mean? When your mama was a single mama, well, who was the husband? Well, my mama was a single mama since I was born. Who was the husband? You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Husbandry is the cultivation of crops, livestock on a scientific level, and... Economic management or stability. That's the definition of husbandry. Yes. So a man or a woman can be a husband, but the white man told you, and I said the white man, fuck you. The white man said husband means man. Mm. We see it different in the projects, in the motherfucking cul-de-sac, in anywhere USA, black or white. Husband don't mean man. Okay. Husband means that motherfucker who take care of the cultivation because when we talk about the cultivation of livestock, humans are livestock. Chattel slavery meant livestock. So humans are livestock. We all animals. The cultivation of crops, because as I said earlier, the mind is a fertile soil and seeds of knowledge or descent are planted in them and they sprout later on, right? So when you raise a child, you raising livestock, you raising uh, fertile soil, you, you planting forth fertile soil and you actually bringing forth knowledge like that. So I mean, when you talk about husbandry, the term shouldn't be masculine. It should be unisex. However, it was John Smith and the boys who told you it was masculine. So don't shoot me, goddammit, but shoot somebody. <laughs> you got your gun out. <laughs> Do your things. Yeah, that, and that goes back to my argument, what I said earlier. Like, we just so afraid of femininity, and it's just like, um, you know. What's your basis for that? I'm just, uh, you know, look. <clears throat> I'm going to go, it's a lot that I can say about this. Well, say it. It's a podcast. But, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a holder of a master's degree. Mmm. <laughs> yes. I'm no, proud no, of you. No, I'm still you know, proud of you. Fuck that. I wish I had me a master's degree. Shit. Thank you. Thank you. My master's degree come out of pit of the <laughs> Streets of fourth and eight. But, um, just being in class, and I went to a PWI, which is a predominantly white Institution. Okay. So just being there and visiting different HBCUs, mm. Story Black College, um, it's always more women in the classes yeah. than our men. And I get we outnumber men right now in the world in general. But why are men not more 
you know, being attentive to, you know, our education or, you know what I mean? You ain't being specific. You're leaving out one little word there. What? Black man. Because white boys is all in college. Even? And yeah, I said white boy, you get offended by that too. Fuck you. Go ahead. I went to a PWR and still, it was still more women in those classes. Mm. Maybe it was my field. Maybe if I was an engineering major, I would have seen a different shift. But I'm just talking about even in my um, general education courses, my gen eds, um, there were really not that many men in general. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I get we outnumber y'all, but like, what's up? And then I see on a personal level too many men taking advantage of women Mm -hmm. just because they can before I got out the joint, <laughs> before I got out the joint, motherfucker, let's take another shot. Fuck this. Let me hear it. <laughs> Let them hear it. To the ancestors. Before I got out the joint, the homies was like, hey, Fred, bitches is out here wife and niggas. <laughs> I said, what? I don't believe that. I said, are you serious? I said, yeah, nigga. Women out here killing us right now, man. I'm telling you, man. They looking for any motherfucking body that resemble a man, and they mm-hmm. taking care of niggas. And I said, that is sick, but why are you passing me this information? Because you know that's not how I get down. I'm just telling you, nigga. You can come out here and have it your way. And since I've been home, keep in mind, I am smacked. I am not a good-looking man. Yeah, you are. I disagree. Fuck, uh, we got the same blood. Yeah, but you can And we are yeah. very, uh, very attractive. Well, you know, the reason why I'm attracted is because I'm a man, but it's not because I look good, you know what I'm saying? Like, my body type, if I robbed a bank, they would just look at my body type like, nobody has a body like this. Get your ass in that cage. So, on <laughs> the really, though, it's just their sisters, black and white, are outperforming the man, but I've been studying some shit, and I'm about to get into some conspiracy theory. Okay. So give them your uh, give them your give them your underscore again, baby. It's GQ Smooth. That's underscore S M zero O T H on IG. IG baby, hit us up because I'm about to say some shit that many people might be like, oh, he's a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Even the prosecutor tried to say that when he tried to prosecute my case to try to keep me in jail. But listen, scientifically speaking. I've read studies, and I wish I had my notes on me uh, so I can actually cite you because I'm all about citation, where they say that the plastics, the canning that we eat out of, the cans and things of that nature, are actually destroying the male chromosomes. So we're getting lesser and lesser. And they're saying there's going to come a time, if the human genome continues to push on, that the male chromosome is going to be eradicated because of... Uh, what we're doing, what we're eating, the way that we, you know, uh, work the fields, all this shit, you know, GMOs and all that carrying on, right? So it's lesser and lesser than us, lesser and lesser of us, right? And I don't know if that's always been the case because it seemed like at one point in time in human history, there were more men than women, and that's why men, the Arabs, the Chinese, has such protectionist laws against women and femininity. Uh Highlight us, let me know if I'm on point with that, what your perspective is with that, because my research was limited because I was in the penitentiary, but, you know, I read a lot, and, and that's what I came up with. So, when you talk about the shortage of males, I think it's just that, right? Either that or it comes in cycles. The shortage of men is a different story, because there a man is totally different from a male. 
A man is a psychological being. I know women who are men because they are psychological beings, right? Manhood is about, number one, being a dominant force, unfortunately. And you got women who are dominant forces, you know what I'm saying? And so when we're talking about being that dominant force, it's not just about inflicting violence. It's about knowledge. It's about wit. It's about intelligence. It's about being malleable enough to learn something but strict enough to maintain your discipline and no foolishness when you see it, right? And so the reason why I'm seeing so many women outweighing men in America is because the struggle is real. Uh, what's my girl? Uh, uh, she's one of the leaders. She's one of the, the big ones who started the feminist movement. Uh, Jewish. Oh, the black chick, right? No, the Jewish one. Uh, oh. God damn it. Somebody write me. It'll come to me. We've been drinking and shit. You know what I'm saying? But when they started that shit, not all bright is. When they started that shit, I'm tripping. When they started this whole femininity thing, and I excuse me for calling it shit, but uh, when they started this whole feminist movement, it basically went to war with the masculine concept in America and throughout the world. Because I mean, when you look at the winch hunts, why do we celebrate uh, Halloween? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Isn't the origin of it because they were burning women? And I ain't talking about black women. They were burning white women because they were scared of pussy power. Ooh. That's a hard thing to be dealing Ooh. with, man. A lot of domestic violence. The source of domestic violence, for real, for real, mm -hmm. is inferiority mm -hmm. and pussy power. Mm -hmm. And insecurity. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I seen it firsthand. I felt it, but I was man enough not to engage in it and a mm -hmm. lot of dudes won't admit to that type of shit but that's why we're here we're here to be honest you know what I'm saying I had sucker attacks behind my uh, baby mom and all they carrying on when I was a young man but now when I look at it and shit I let my woman be free like I tell my woman all the time the reason why I love you is because I, you free and I need you to be free mm. Nell God rest her soul which is my you know first wife for real she was actually little me I don't need a little me I need you to be free I need you to love me on your own accord and a lot of dudes don't feel like that. A lot of dudes feel like, you my bitch, keyword, you my bitch, a female dog, a dog is possessed by a human being, owned, you know what I'm saying? And they're afraid of that shit, you know what I'm saying? They're afraid of a woman being free. But it was once said by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad that no country or no citizen, no citizenship can grow beyond the strength of his woman. If your woman ain't shit, you ain't shit. Mm -hmm. Ain't no two ways about it, man. Because they are the first real caretakers and nurturers of the human being. No matter what the race is. Got you. you know wow. What so that's how I look at that. You so know you know what? On, I think that's a good note to end on. You think we offended them? Uh, yeah, they're a little salty. Because I done said all kinds of shit. White boy and everything. So <laughs> you can't say shit. I said midget fag. It's over with. You already know if you <laughs> like being offended, that's what you're going to get. If you like... Thinking outside the box, that's exactly what you're going to get. Mm -hmm. Within this podcast, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be great. You know what I mean? Keep staying tuned. This is our first episode. Numero you know uno. I mean? So, with that being said, I'm GQ Smooth. Not that's the refrigerator. <laughs> None greater. 
Yeah, Go on, yeah. hater. Tell them where they can find you at, man. For real. You can find me at 48 the short dot, uh, 48 the short at gmail.com. You know, hit me up. You know, I ain't got no IG yet because I'm still an old school street nigga. I still don't like Instagram. I hate Facebook. We're going to work on that. We're gonna, we got a photo shoot. Yeah. I didn't tell you we got a photo shoot coming up. Oh, yeah, ain't no but doubt. But you know what I mean? But they can also <laughs> find me on your spot, and your spot is. Oh, you already know it's GQ Smooth. That's GQ underscore SM0. O T H on IG. Get at us. We out. Peace. <laughs>